Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here. You're listening to 5-Minute Friday. Man, (laughs) admittedly, I'm recording this uh, probably not all that long before you listen to it, which is a little out of character for me. But it's been a hectic week. And when I thought about what I wanted to talk about for 5-Minute Friday earlier in the week, I realized that I knew it would come to me after the day's events on Thursday. And that's because yesterday I had the opportunity to go to the ESPNW Summit. It's been something that's on my that's been on my uh, bucket list for a really long time. I just it was one of those events that when it would happen year after year, I would make note of it, a mental note, and I would write it down and I would say, okay, next year I'm going to figure out how to get myself into the ESPNW Summit. Next year I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. And finally, this year, as I was setting my goals, which is something I will talk about shortly, answering the listener question, I made a note to check in when it was and figure out how to get myself in. And so that's exactly what I did. And let me tell you what an inspiring day. It is so, you know, as a solopreneur, I feel like that's like a jazzy term, but I do a lot of this stuff on my own, right? And it can feel really lonely. And I know that I'm not the only woman who wants to tell the stories of women in wellness and women in sport and push for more coverage of women in sport. But sometimes when I'm at my desk and I'm doing this solo and I'm making this podcast, I can feel really alone in my mission. And today I was reminded that that is not the case at all. To be in a room surrounded by so many powerful, awesome women, it was just such a really beautiful, beautiful day to hear the stories of rock star athletes and women telling their stories and to just be surrounded with motivation and good vibes. I felt so grateful to be in that room. And I left the conference and I do this thing after moments kind of bucket list moments for me. And I said that this was on my bucket list and I always take myself out to reflect and to take myself on a date. And so I was sitting at a bar down the street after the summit and I was writing in my journal and I feel like I should grab it right now because it really sums up what I was thinking. Okay. (laughs) Just plopped it on my desk. Okay. I wrote, I'm sitting here looking out the window at the sunset that's going down beyond the Brooklyn Bridge and thinking to myself, when exactly did I get here? When did I get this seat at the table? And now I feel as though it is important to ask myself, what is it that I will do with this seat? I dreamt of being in this position, and although I don't have everything that I've ever wanted and I don't expect to just yet and maybe never will, I understand that what I want is within my reach, maybe now more more than ever, and it is my opportunity and obligation to go after it. Wow. Okay, M. Okay, M. <laughs> I just felt it was so serendipitous. Like I was just sitting there and literally thinking of that quote that's on the little letterboard that's sitting behind me in my office. And it says, Remember when you wanted what you have now. And there are so many more things that I want. But Emily, when she moved to New York back in, God, 2012? Yes, 2012. Never could have in her wildest dreams thought that she'd be doing what she's doing. My dreams at that point, like they weren't even to where I am. And it's a reminder for me and 
in turn now as I record this a reminder for you to not only dream big, but to remember when you wanted exactly that, what you have right now. And it can be both, right? You can be grateful for where you've come from and grateful for all that you have while also recognizing that there is more that you want. And that's okay, right? That's why we continue to set goals. We continue to go after the things that we want because we have that chance and we can always level up. Every day is a new opportunity. And yeah, that might sound a little cliche, but it is so dang true. And so a huge thank you to the folks at the ESPNW Summit. I had such an amazing time today. It was a really, really special moment for me. And I'm excited to uh, to dream big and think about how I can come back, maybe in a different capacity in the years to come. My prompt for you this week, hit me with your goals. What's one thing that you are after and what's one thing that you have right now that you dreamt of years ago? What is one thing that you are after and what is one thing you have now that you dreamt of years ago? And now a listener question. Hey, Emily. Recently on your Instagram stories, you had posted that you were doing some Q2 goal setting. I'd love to hear about your quarterly goal setting process, how you hold yourself accountable, and how you track your progress. All right, all right. I told you that we would be talking about goals, so here I am. I break down my goals every year into a myriad of categories. We've got health finance, work and career, which yes, work and career can be tied at times into finance, relationships, personal growth, and travel. I set goals for the entire year at the top of the year, and then I break them up into 13-week increments. Uh, I use a journal, and I've talked about this on the show before, but it is the best self-co journal. I use their 13-week journal to really dive into this. I find it extremely helpful, and I'll link it in the show notes. And as a part of this process, I roped in one of my dearest friends, and not only did we both set goals, but then at the time she was visiting family in Arizona at the top of the year, we hopped on a Zoom and we talked about our goals. And then at the uh, a few weeks into Q2, recently, and this is the story that you're referencing from my Instagram, we sat back down and we went over the progress of our goals. We reevaluated and got honest about where we are and the progress. And then if there was any pivoting that needs to happen or perhaps a shift in priorities, we address that and set new goals. And I think that's my biggest tip when it comes to setting goals. Two tips. One, break them into quarters. So I said I have this 13-week journal. It's so helpful. I literally just ordered my second installment of this journal because the journal itself only lasts you for 13 weeks. I would say for $30, it is an amazing investment in myself. And the second tip, aside from breaking them up into quarters and revisiting them every quarter, is to pull in a buddy. So I'm so lucky that I surround myself with a lot of outrageously awesome women who are driven and excited and motivated and make me feel seen by the way that I like to do my goal setting, including my friend Ashley calling you out, who is the one that I have been doing this exercise with 
for 2023. So by pulling in a friend, it keeps me accountable. And then as the days go on and I feel like I may be struggling with my goals or I could really use a lifeline, so to speak, I know that my friend has got my back. So break it up into quarters, pull a friend into the mix for that extra level of accountability. And trust me, you won't regret it. If you have any other questions about goal setting, tips, tricks, whatever I can help you with, I am here as well as all the other topics. My DMs are open and so is the hurdle voicemail. Leave me a voice message and ask me a question to get answered on an upcoming episode of the show. You know how to reach me. The link is in the show notes. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.